okay. And we got something to say. Yeah, we do. thought we were done but we're not we got a bonus episode for you and not only do we have a bonus episode we have a special guest joining us taking a seat the hot seat we got elsa majimbo in the building she's a kenyan comedian she is a social media superstar and she's here to talk to us we are so lucky elsa we're so so happy to have you oh thank you I'm so happy to do this with you guys. You know, my schedule is like crazy. So being Ooh, able to just talk about about everything, it's it's amazing. Now you're booked, no. very booked, very busy. I just very booked and busy. That, um, a few months ago, like it's actually my younger sisters who put me on to your Instagram videos. And I was crying. Like, at y'all, we're going to tag and put her Instagram handle into this post because she's so funny. My sisters love you. <laughs> and sometimes like, when I'm, like, sad, you know, and I'm just, you know, when you're, like, a long day, you're kind of sad. And you're like, oh, I really laugh. Yeah. I'll just go to your account, yeah. see some real cute. I sent it to Koei. I sent it to my other friends. And I'm like, yo, this girl's hilarious. And we, like, we were instantly hooked. And then we were like, oh, we watched one, then I watched five, six in a row, I'm laughing. And it's just like, it's the perfect, it's the perfect amount of content to just kind of like, just bring your spirits back up. Exactly what Viet's saying. If you're feeling a little bit low, if you're feeling meh, if you're stuck in your house and you're like, why am I here? Why is this happening? I just, I put on a couple of your videos and I'm like, ah, you're right. That's all it is. I love it. I love it. I love it. So Elsa, actually, we met and spoke a few weeks ago. I wrote a piece on you for Crown Magazine. Shout out. I'll also plug that in the description of this episode. And we had such a good time talking. You're so funny, hilarious. And we talked a little bit about how you kind of fell into this business, if you will, and how you're blowing up. And since then, I mean, yeah. you've only continued to climb from here. Like, I know you've got some things happening with Netflix. CNN recently, like, spotlighted you, which is crazy. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell our, our audience how you kind of got started? Like, when did you write, make your first video and how did you start your social media presence? Um, I started like way back in 2016. Um, I'm even trying. I genuinely cannot remember my first video, but I remember when I posted it, I was so happy and I was so proud of myself. I was like, OMG, I did that. But I, also at the same time, I was so scared because I was like, how will people react? But I was like, ah, whatever, I really don't care. I'm not impressing anyone. I don't have that many friends anyway, you know. So I just, I just posted <laughs> it regardless. <laughs> and it was just from then on, I was like, yeah, I want to do my videos. I want to do my thing. And I just kept on doing my own thing. I kept on doing my own thing. I took a break for some time because mm-hmm. I had to focus on my education. But then after that, I was like, oh, yeah, I can just keep on doing this. And I did it again and again. And then one day, my one of my videos just just did the rounds. And everyone was like, who's this girl? And I was like, it's me, guys. It's me. <laughs> it's yeah. me. I'm here. I'm hilarious. <laughs> and were your videos always like the same vibe of like, it's you, Matutas in your hair, you're eating chips. Like, is that, has it always been that vibe? The hair? 
same. The hair has always been there. Yeah, hair, same, snacks, the same. (laughs) Snacks, actually snacks came quite recently. Mm -hmm. And it was a fluke. Mm. Um, Yeah, my dad had just come home and he brought a pack of chips. And I was like, I'm so hungry. So I took them and uh, at the end of one take, I was eating the chips and I hadn't pressed stop. And then I listened, I was like, this is so amazing. And then when I posted it, everyone was like, we love this. This is what you're going to be doing. We're telling you, you'll always be eating chips or we're not watching your videos. So I was like, okay, guys, relax. No, I love that. You know, it's funny when we, like, Cohen and I have a similar story of even starting our podcast. Like, this was actually yeah. a for What? Jokes. For jokes, man. Like, we were for jokes. like, oh a couple glasses of wine in we're like you know what we have a lot to say about many things let's just like press uh-huh. record on our phones like it wasn't even that deep this is it wasn't at all we were like i feel like what? we have these conversations all the time what were what were to happen if we pre- if we had a microphone and if we just recorded them and that's how we ended up here which is so crazy literally bored here stuck in a in the house we're like oh man you mean we're gonna be here for a minute what do you mean <laughs> So, okay, so you, you make videos, like, jokes, you know, I'm curious, like, you're, so you're a young woman, you're in Kenya right now, based there, but of course mm-hmm. you're doing your international ting, um, mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit more about, I guess, like, when you sort of realize, like, oh, I can do something with this, and maybe what was your kind of approach, or even, like, strategy of, like, okay, like, I got a fan base here, but, like, oh, I could have another fan base somewhere else, too. Okay, so the first place I got my major fan base, like, like major support was South Africa. And I was like, okay, South Africans love my thing. And then from South Africans loving my thing, Nigerians started loving my thing. And then from Nigerians, Americans also started loving my thing. And also, you know, guys from the UK. So it became like a whole thing. And at the first times, you know, the first times my fan base in Nigeria would be, in, not in Nigeria, in South Africa would decrease, I would get so scared. I was like, oh my God, people hate me. But I realized that my followers are going up and it's increasing in other countries. So I was like, oh, baby, I'm going international. Baby, baby. I'm, baby. I'm doing it international. <laughs> catching jets, catching checks. <laughs> Catching flights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it just kind of grew and grew, and I just got all this support from all these big people. And the first person who I who literally said, "Oh my God, I love her videos," and I was like, "What?" Was Miss Universe. I was like, "If Miss Universe can watch my videos and laugh, I can make anyone laugh." I was like, "This is it. This is the career I'm doing." <laughs> yeah. It. And then, because, and you know, she's from South Africa, so I was like, you know, it's a South African thing. And then when Lupita was like, OMG, I love this girl, I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's it. I, I rule the comedy world. Period. Period, That's, that's getting royalty. That's how you know you made it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was screaming. <laughs> and now, I ju- now it's just, I've just reached a point where, you know, I believe in myself. Mm. I think I can do anything. And I have all these amazing, influential women, you know, supporting me. And I just feel like I'm on the right path. 
That is amazing. At 19 years old, to really have that kind of confidence to really just be yourself. And I'm so glad that other powerful women in the space have reached out and have made it known, like, hey, Mm -hmm. this person's dope. Like, we're going to support her. That's so important because I think, I mean, Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why Viet and I love your voice so much is because it's young, it's fresh, and we see the people that we know in mm-hmm. ourselves in your comedy and in your content. So it's just, it really makes me happy that like mm-hmm. you're getting support and that people are really like helping you and lifting you up to really get these cool mm-hmm. deals like Mac South Africa. Yo. That's Woo! crazy. Okay. Cover girl. <laughs> How has it been working with them? Um, it was, it, it's amazing. Like I, the team is so nice and everyone is so fantastic. Everyone has been really nice to me. I don't know. I don't think people are usually this nice. You know, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, people are nice to me because so many people are like, oh my God, she's such a young girl. She's just like getting everything started. So, you know, let's just take it easy on her. So, but then they've been exceptionally amazing to me. And every time. I just get someone from the team like messaging me. I'm like, yes, yes, I love you guys. I love your whole fam. I'm part of the fam. I love you. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. Can I ask, are you allowed to talk about um, what you got going on with Netflix or is that like a situation? My thing, let me tell you, me and Netflix are, we're like in a relationship, mm. you know, we always, okay. we always do a thing and then we don't do a thing and then we do a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like an on and off relationship. And the thing I love about Netflix is that they put me on the best campaigns, you know. So I, the fact that they're able to prioritize me as a 19 year old to even trust me with like big projects, like I love that. It's, it, it's even assures me that I'm doing the right thing and I'm moving in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, you're doing a little dance with them, you know, a little like, like a cha-cha-cha, mm-hmm. you know, you go forwards, you go back, you do a cha-cha. And that's how it starts, you know, you do a little cha-cha-cha, yeah. then you do a tango, then you do a waltz, then you have your own special, and that's that's how they do it. Then you are dancing with the stars. Yeah. And absolutely. <laughs> then you're dancing with the stars. Yeah. Absolutely. That is amazing. Yeah. Be on Dancing with the Stars, and like, what would be your favorite, uh, like, ballroom dance style? I would not. Let me tell Oh my God. Let me tell you. <laughs> Every time I watch Dancing with the Stars, most, most of them, I've never been heard of them. Mm-hmm. So it's not a show I would particularly take myself to. Yeah. Um, there are very few people I've seen on Dancing with the Stars and I'm like, OMG, I know you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I love everything you do. So it's not a space I would want to be in. Well, I don't know if I'd count Dancing with the Stars as a reality show, but just for this question's purposes, let's consider it a reality show. If you could be on any kind of reality show, what show would you be in? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, oh my God. Girlfriend. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Love it. Chloe. What's Chloe's the best. Wi- no, Connie, what's up with your Wi-Fi? <laughs> we're all gonna die anyway you'd rather we're... die with a good snapchat 
Man, I've been watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I've been going back to previous seasons, and it's so funny, like seeing them, like when Courtney first got pregnant with Scott. I'm just watching here, like, man, this is crazy. It's oh wild. I've been watching the show since I was like 12 years old. It's crazy. Oh, it's been on forever. I've been watching it for such a those all of them so funny. I love so funny. Them. Love them. Who's your favorite yeah. Kardashian? Chloe, you said. Um, I think Kim is my favorite. Okay. She, especially when they're fighting. Oh my god. <laughs> she is so funny. Kim is ruthless. She is, and she's so rude, and it's so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you come from a big family like the Kardashians? Um, okay, we have six. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's big. I, I'm an only child, so that to me is unheard of. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean six? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind, okay, we're, we're kind of many. Yeah, we're, we're kind of. Now that I think about it. Yeah. You, you know, you're always. No, no. I'm the middle child. Okay. So you can mm-hmm. imagine, I'm not old enough to make decisions, but I'm not young enough to be the spoiled one. Dang. So it's just, yep, it's it it's a hard life. You know, middle children, it's hard. Are definitely the ones that like, cause you know you're like in between, and so like the oldest is the one that like has to deal with all the things, and then the youngest mm-hmm. is just like you know being like a cute little baby, like really cute, you know. And the middle one is kind of the yeah. one that's like, okay, like what am I gonna do with all this time <laughs> that I have <laughs> in the middle? And then you're just like, okay, like I'm gonna just press record and just like make some and see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's the best part. I, you know, I was I was always the kind of forgotten child, so I was able to do a lot of things mm. and get away with a lot of things. So that's I was able to ideal. even do my own. Yeah, it, it it was it it was a deal. It was a good deal. <laughs> now, also, I want to talk to you about something. You know, there's a common mentality in Kenya there's a saying right saying that if you want to blow mm-hmm. up and become popular in Kenya you have to do so outside of Kenya you know that that's that kind of like misconception of like oh if you want to be popular and if you want to make it in Kenya you have to make it outside of Kenya how do you feel about that mentality and do you think there's any truth to it um I, I don't know because mm-hmm. <laughs> my goals don't consist of being popular in Kenya so mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And when I'm not involved in something, I don't spend as much time thinking about it. Yeah. But the one thing I do know about the Kenyan entertainment scene is that people who were there when I was born are the same people who are there now. Mm. Like, you can literally swear that 10 people in the Kenyan entertainment scene, like, it's crazy. New talent is not given space to grow. And... I, I would never put myself in that position. You know, I want to grow. Mm. And it's also kind of a chauvinistic mm. thing. That's real. If you understand. Yeah. Most of them, you know, it's mainly these older dudes who say what is what and what's going to happen. You know, it's like 70s, 80s Hollywood thing when it was crazy. That's what's happening mm. right now. And I would never be in a position where... You know, I have I have to date some older guy just right. to make my way up. You know, I would never put myself in such a position. And you know, the thing with um, also most Kenyans is that they also don't to see new talent. That they like they like seeing the faces they've seen for 
more for the other years and that's what keeps old talent in that space so it's not a space i would necessarily want to put myself in yeah that's really real because i even think about like people like churchill who have been on the air since like lord around the time my mom was born like these are the people who dominate the space and there really is not any room for people to be like okay like here's like even like an open mic or like oh like fresh yeah. young, there's no there's no such thing none zero yeah. zero same people not who are there when i was literally eight years old seven years are the same people who are there now yeah yeah and i think it's important to also recognize whether it's kenya where whether it's united states london south africa you name it like understanding mm-hmm. uh, how to use the space to your advantage mm-hmm. and that you don't mm-hmm. have to force yourself to play by the, that game because the reality mm-hmm. is that True. the game is changing and there are multiple games like it's it's mm-hmm. yes. right and i think that that's mm-hmm. important like recognizing that like okay here is like the the base field is mm-hmm. like an older generation older people typically men mm-hmm. you know like i don't want to play in that field because that's not that's not showing off my like what I can bring. That's not my best. And so mm-hmm. let me go yeah. be in a field where I can be my best and be around other people who are new, fresh, interesting, forward, progressive, open, like diverse, yeah. all of these different things. And, and I think that that's mm-hmm. something that like is kind of hard to navigate now because it's like we're, we're in that in-between of like there's a generation mm-hmm. of like the way that entertainment, art, music, culture were curated. And now we're in this space mm-hmm. where like everything is digital and everything is at the tip of our finger. And so it's like yeah. the new generation is thriving in that, but there's still this like kind of older dynamic that is like still kind of, you know, like it's not compatible. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tough. And I've, I've, yeah, I've seen so many young talents, like they, they reach a point and they're like, I'm giving up because it's so it's so clear that i wouldn't be able to thrive in this space and it's mm-hmm. just it's so sad it's so sad oh more power to you for d- knowing that that's just not the game you're gonna play you know and i think mm-hmm. that you did a really good job and you're really smart off the cuff to be like you know where are my fans where are they actually let me just bypass yeah. the people who are ignoring me and the people who are not really like where there isn't a path like let me bypass that and just go to the people who are responding to me and then build that from there i think for an 18 19 year old that's spectacular it's so smart because it even, takes people a really long time to learn yeah. that lesson you know in yeah, any industry my, yeah you have you have to be smart about it because mm-hmm. even my vocabulary it it has to change when i'm talking about food chains i have to mention mcdonald's because my my audience knows mcdonald's but we don't have mcdonald's in kenya yeah like the other day i had to say gas and i've never i've never even used the word gas in my life i have to mm. say petrol our cars use petrol yeah. but i had <laughs> to say gas because that's the vocabulary my audience uses so you have to be super smart about mm. how you're gonna play the game absolutely it actually makes me think of like so you know, you, Koei, uh, like, when we're talking about, like, making content, whether that's in, like, in a writing, in, you know, video, dance, art, music, whatever, like, I think it's interesting when I hear people talk about their ability to, like, code switch and to, um, like, camouflage mm-hmm. and know, like, how to pan to their audience because you're right, like, like, it's petrol, but it's also, like, gas, only because of, like, this side of the world, you know? 
Um, but like that's yeah. and recognizing that and like being able to like flex because you can flex both mu- muscles to both audiences. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, totally. Well said, Linreen Viet. So, uh, Elsa, you were saying earlier about, you know, what your goals are and that your goals aren't necessarily to appeal and play like a, the traditional Kenyan market. So what are some of your goals? I'm curious to know, like, what are you, what are you looking ahead at? What are you working towards? What's your dream? Uh, um, I'm going to start by saying this. I do not have goals like at all like in the slightest <laughs> yeah um i because most of the time when we were told to write down our goals you know they would always say be realistic you know write down something you can achieve and if i had gone gone with that path like because a 19 year old kenyan girl you're not you're not supposed to according to the world standards you're not supposed to have an international audience People, mm. you're not supposed to be interacting with the crowds I'm interacting with right now. Like the things, even and I'm not. I'm even. I'm just starting. You're not supposed to have the things I have, as much as you try. And mm. so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to this goals that they put for young, black, dark skin African women. I'm not going to be on that. So I was like, I'm going to gym. I'm gonna reach for the stars. I'm going to go above and beyond for what I want. So right now, I really want to do comedy shows. Mm. I really, really, really want to do comedy shows. I think I would be amazing at that. And seeing people just be so joyous, you know, because of me, I think that would just, that would warm my heart. I also want to get into acting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I really want to act. So those that right now those are the the two spaces I'm focused on getting in, doing my own comedy shows, and getting into acting. Yeah, you know everyone always asks me, you know, do you want to get into late night shows? I'm like, just because I do comedy doesn't mean I'm looking for a late night show. You know, it's not exactly my aim. But it is something right. I would want. But everyone, that's all everyone ever thinks. No one ever thinks, oh, she, maybe she wants to do her own comedy shows. Maybe she wants to do acting. People are always like, no, get a, they'll give you a Netflix late night show. Just get a late night show, late night show. But I want to do more. I also want to do that. But I want to do more. You know. Yeah, you don't really just want to be a host, right? You also want to be like the talent. Yeah. You want to be the guest, yeah. not necessarily the one interviewing, you know? Yeah. Like a situation like yes. this, this is where you thrive. You know, we're asking you questions, we're having a conversation, and you're just like showing who you are. You don't necessarily want to be the person like on the other side. I get that. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I can do it all. Why would you limit me to one? Exactly. And Absolutely. That's a, I, I'm, yes. And uh, I recently met someone who it has my exact vision, and he he hasn't put me in this thing of you know. You can only do this. So you can know he literally tells me you can do everything. Mm-hmm. And Amen. that's the kind of space I want to be in. Absolutely. And that's what, I mean, Cohen and I talk a lot about this when we, you know, are talking about our futures that we want and how that's changed, mm-hmm. like, rapidly, mm-hmm. even in the past year, in the past few months. And, you know, I, like, I really love what you said about, like, having a vision to do what you want because it's not about, like, 
oh, my goals are to hit A, B, C, D because everybody who is at that level does A, B, C, D. Like, the vision is to do what you mm-hmm. want to do, whatever that is. And you'll, yeah. you'll know it, and it'll be real to you when you're there. And so I think, like, mm-hmm. I really resonate with that, and that's something that, like, we're, we're always talking about that, Koei and I. We're always, like, having these conversations with our friends of, like, yeah. yo, like, how high you yeah. want to go? Because that's what we're talking about here. You know, whatever Amen. it is you want to do, how high? Yes. Sky is truly is the sky is truly the limit. You know, there there's no yep. ceiling. We are going after everything. We're doing everything that we want, and there we're making mm-hmm. the playbook now. In the year 2020, we're we're writing the playbook. We're doing the whole thing. We're writing the blueprint. Yes. I can't think of any other metaphors, <laughs> but the same kind doing of thing. <laughs> we're doing it all. We're doing it all. We're doing it all. Mm-hmm. Maybe for like 2021, because you know this year was rough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby, Rona, Rona, Rona. Complicating things. Oh. <laughs> Making it weird. Making it weird. <laughs> Making it weird. Elsa, thank you so much for sitting down, quote unquote, virtually and talking with us. This has been illuminating, inspiring, and just so much fun. You are spectacular. What a young woman you are. Baby girl, you keep on shooting for those stars. Don't let nobody hold you down. I don't know how I instantly became your mom in this wrap up, but it's coming out because I just think like, wow, like I think, you know, Viet and I were talking the other day and we're like, you know, what would we tell our 19 year old selves? And I look at you and I'm like, oh man, if I had more of that at 19, like I definitely would have been a little bit further along. But, you know, no regrets, but what you have is so special. Mm -hmm. And my wish to you is to hold on to it and just let it blast you into the stratosphere. Absolutely. Amen. 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 Take me right to church, Koei. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Testify. Testify. (laughs) Oh, happy day. Oh, Only one verse that we can't afford that song. We can't. We can't do it. No, no, no. We cannot. No, (laughs) No, right. (laughs) All right, listeners, thank you so much for listening to our bonus episode. That's the end of the season for real, for real. So make sure you spend the next couple of weeks while we're on hiatus catching up, listening to us, hear our truth, and get ready. Because season two is going to be bigger, badder, and better than ever. I mean, we've said it before. We got something to say. We got got more things. That's the thing. We have more things to say. (laughs) More fun guests to have. More truths to tell. So you guys just hang on tight. Absolutely. Thank you, Elsa, again. And thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. Thank you for having me. We will be back, baby. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.